Hey, this is Big Papa Pump Scott's Diner. Yes, yes, it is me, Gerald Zipupe. Hey, this is Joe Gatto. Well, hello there. It's me, Harold the Puppet. This is Eric Young. This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to Shootin' Poop. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode number 70, aptly named Reach for the Sky. DDJ, let's roll it, man. Roll it? All right. Let's um, ten bell salute, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who don't know or maybe do know and are in the process of just getting this through with us, man, that was for the one and only Jay Briscoe. Um, we are going to start this episode off a little different than normal, guys. It's it's going to be a little bit more surreal right and you could tell all of us we're already kind of in our in our feelings here this is going to be as close as you can get to shooting shit with joe coon dennis day jr javon minacho and sean thomas as you're going to get this is going to be um gimmick free so we're starting the episode with our tribute to jay briscoe man let's let's roll the opener all right guys this one's for jay start but joe joey go go for it man you're a you resident ring of honor guy yeah and um you know that the, there's like a lot of stuff that we can talk about here you know but um i mean yes 
in my opinion, there is no one that is more Ring of Honor than Jay Briscoe. And I mean, you want a deep dive? <laughs> I mean, 2002, the very first Ring of Honor show, the very first match of that show featuring Jay Briscoe versus Amazing Red. And he looked like a baby, man. <laughs> just 20 plus years. <laughs> I, pulled, I pulled that up and I just like, I forgot how clean cut and just yep. very early 2000s. He, he, he oh, was. yeah. And, uh, you know, kicked off Ring of Honor and worked Ring of Honor, the original prior to Tony Khan purchasing the company. Um, worked Ring of Honor all the way up to their final show, had a hell of a match, uh, for the Ring of Honor tag team titles, um, against the kingdom. We were there ringside for that one, and didn't that close out final battle last year? No, that actually was a lethal second, and Gresham. That was second to last, yeah, it yeah. was Gresham and Jay okay. Lethal. Um, okay. but it doesn't matter. I don't care if you put Jay and Mark in <laughs> the first opening match, the middle of the card, or main eventing. They stole the show. Um, Jay is a singles competitor, two-time ROH champ, which we were just chatting about. The match against Kevin Steen for the, for the heavyweight title and just unreal. Great match. I, and like that's a guy who was the face, the real face of a company. But all that stuff, like, doesn't even matter to the fact that he's a real human being, the real wife, real kids, and just. From what we know, and honestly, it's been about, what, 48 hours, just over 48 hours to kind of process everything and read, read some of the updates of stuff that, you know, from the accident, it's, you know, you just want to know because you feel like, wow, I've been watching this guy week in, week out for 20 years, 20 plus years. Like you just like, that's where you feel connected as a fan. And you just like not for any morbid curiosity, but you just want to know. You want to know like what happened. Like, how could one of the best in the entire world at just making you believe the character that you are? Yeah, that you are just a badass, tough guy, farm boy from Sandy Fork, Delaware, you know. You just want to know, like, what could stop that? Like, what could stop that person? After everything we've seen them put themselves through, man. Yeah. And, you know, I think of that, and I I cannot stop thinking about the thought that his daughters were there and how they're in critical condition and the kind of stuff that like 
that's a parent's nightmare, but I cannot stop thinking about that when those little girls wake up. What do you tell them? They're going to ask where dad is. Man, that scares the shit out of me. And it like breaks my heart to just, I can't like it's so hard to think about that <clears throat> it's so funny too because you know recent history like the wrestling world is so divided on the Briscoes on comments made from years and years ago but you can't really deny like going online and looking on Twitter and from Tuesday night on Everybody in the industry that knows who Jay Briscoe is, Jay Briscoe was, everyone had something good to say. Yeah. And I don't yet, think I saw one bad thing on there. It was just nothing. And a lot of it wasn't even wrestling related. It was about Jay Briscoe outside of the ring, like as a, as a family man and stuff. That's a lot of what I've been hearing. So much of that, so much of how he treated everybody with respect. You know, you want to talk about, and, and you know, and this is something we can talk about at another time, but the whole, you know, Warner Discovery that won't allow any kind of Jay Briscoe tribute to air on their show, on their networks. Um, I find that offensive and just ridiculous considering but you know i i think like the only people that say anything bad are are trolls who can't let it go yep. who can't who won't listen to an apology but then in the same turn i see i see i see effie out there putting out a tweet that just said and i'll paraphrase part of it but to the effect that Jay, every everybody said, you know, people said that he, you know, might not get along with you, but did nothing but welcome him and was so great and kind to him. And it didn't matter where he came from in life. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I see things like that. I see, you know, so, <clears throat> so many comments from people that have that experience with Jay, but you know, we, you know, it, it just it, it tells you that the kind of person he was like he, that that's a, that's a, that's a real guy right there. That's do you a know, genuine guy. do you know how many stories I've been seeing and hearing about how Jay Briscoe, <clears throat> like the Briscoes would be that I've seen lately where the Briscoes would be like after shows, they would literally just go to a liquor store and drink beer with the fans after the shows. I mean, who yeah. else does yeah. stuff like that? Just un- unbelievable. They were fans, man. That's that's why that's why real wrestling fans, true wrestling fans, not your Monday night, Friday night wrestling fans, but true professional wrestling fans took those guys to heart because and there was no gimmick there that wasn't just who they were, you know. Wrestling fans saw themselves in the Briscoes. Yeah. And to to see 
talent that are on Monday nights, on Friday nights, these guys coming out to say, hey, my career wouldn't have taken mm-hmm. off to the point that it was if it wasn't for the Briscoes. Right. And yet these are guys who are considered indie darlings because nobody ever considers that they made it big because they went on the big shows. Dude, yeah, that, that, get the hell out of here. That That is one thing that of all this, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I'm crushed. Like, I'm just <laughs> devastated for him and his family and the fact that, man, they were about to just start getting really paid. Like, man, they were about to really start getting paid yep. uh, with Tony Khan. I mean, he set up that was set up to like take care of his girls for the rest of his life. He would have been, and for this to happen, mm-hmm. and then see comments like, "Well, he was never on Monday Night Raw, so I don't know who he is." That's your problem, dude. Yeah. Just straight ignorance. He was wow. everywhere you else. Guys too. are. They wrestled all over the world, man. They had yes. titles everywhere they went. Yep. They had a 20-year career in Ring of Honor. 20 years. Yeah. Put it like this. There's it, let, let me let me. This is how important he was. WWE in a live show. Yeah. Added it in. Yeah. Cut a segment that they felt would be insensitive to it and added in a small tribute to Jay Briscoe for a man who never wrestled in that company. Yeah. Never was on their shows. Nope. But that's the impact he had on the business. Yeah. Yeah. That that's not something you see a lot. And then that tell you a lot about the kind of guy he was to everybody in the locker room. I'll tell and I'll tell you what, and that 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 deserves a kudos and a shout out to Triple H and HBK for pulling that because I, I guarantee you, if that were if Vince were running things, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, but man, it's it's there's people in wrestling that come along every you know once or twice in a lifetime that you see transcend the sport, yeah. right? And the Briscoes, man, they they're just it. They are what they were, man. It's and it's. The thing of like why you fell in love with wrestling is the Briscoes. You yeah. fell in love with wrestling at first because you're seeing people do some shit that you're like, wow, that's super mm-hmm. fucking crazy. That's the Briscoes. You fell in love with the characters because they're like <laughs> that dude you drink with, or they're like your neighbor. You know somebody that are exactly crazy fucking chicken farmers like the fucking Briscoes. Yeah. My cousin and Jerry. Your your cousin Jerry. And God knows. That's the thing, man, is they, they it pulled you in and the stories yeah. they told and the links they went to. It's it's just enough isn't being stated on their contributions to the sport. Um, and, and it wasn't even just them there. Pa- Papa Briscoe was a prominent fixture on Ring of Honor TV for a while and was over and everything. I mean, it was literally a family affair with, you know, with the you, you gotta be pretty over when your dad isn't a wrestler and he's known. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think and the, the only other dad who we all really know are the young bucks dad and, uh, the and, Mrs. Matt, dad. Cardo- and, and Car- Matt Cardona's dad. Mrs. Dad. There's yeah, a dude. There's I'm on a, a four way now. Right there. Yeah. There's a meet and greet. I would pay for right there. I'd like to meet Papa Briscoe and just tell him, man, you just, you raised two men. That's uh that's a fatal four way. I want to see Papa Briscoe, the Mrs. Dad, uh Zach Ryder's dad, and uh oh, the, dad. Papa Buck. Papa Buck. 
My money's on Papa Briscoe because he's. I think he's. Yeah, that's, that's not. Yeah, that's not a He'd fair be the fight. One, I think, <coughs> get all down and dirty. Don't get all choked up on us now. <sighs> well, man, I mean, I. I kind of want to. The one thing that's kind of stuck out with me, and like whenever we lose one of these guys, there's two kinds of tributes. There's either the, you know, they acknowledge his wrestling career. Like what he accomplished in the ring. And it's usually, you know, that's, that's it. He was a great worker. He was, you know, I'll never forget this match. And he's the reason why I became a professional wrestler. But when you lose guys like Brody Lee and uh, Jay, damn it. You know, and it's just the thing that really hit home with me is Jay Briscoe was 38 years old. Like, he, he he was he had he he really is was just starting to live like he you know he still had so much more time on this earth yeah man he's just getting and that I mean, point in life where it's starting to get good it's just yeah. yeah like you mentioned Brody Lee when he passed I think he was basically around my age he was like 40 I believe or something you know you go all the way back to when Owen Hart passed he was like 35 it's just it's it's so just tragic when these people who had only been on this planet for so long, you know, and just like, you know, they're taken away. So just suddenly, you know, and it's just, it's, it's really not fair because they don't get to experience. They never, they'll never have that chance to experience what life is truly all about. Well, and this shouldn't have happened, man. I mean, it just like this could have, this was something that I'm, Sure. I mean, obviously, we don't have all the details, but no. I'm sure we're going to find out that this is something that was avoidable. Well, you, you know, and and I was going to save this for a little bit later, but I'll just get this out there now. One of the things that I've really like, I'm going to really we, we get on the IWC for, you know, a lot of things. But one of the things I kind of want to give a shout out for. Is, is I don't think I've seen one person, especially with the details came out about the circumstances of the accident, blasting the, the person who ran into Jay's truck. And I think that's really cool because we haven't gotten all the details. You know, I haven't seen anybody pass judgment. I mean, obviously. I, I Dude, I just think everybody's too much in shock to be passing judgment. Yeah, that hate will heat up in about a week. If, if, if certain, and I hope to God that it's not the case, but if, if that does happen, yeah, it's going to heat up and stuff. And then you're really going to see like the torches, you know, being lit and everything. But I just, I, I applaud the IWC for not jumping to conclusions on this one, you know, until all the details are out. So I was going to say that for later, but I just felt like, you know what, let's get it out there now. You know, and that that's the thing, right? We, <laughs> man, look at the time it all five o'clock. That's probably like after school time, after fucking. Yeah. That's the drive home, man. That's yeah. the drive home. Well, I, the article said, or the one of the things I read is he was taking his girls to cheerleading practice. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was like they're on their way home or something, I think. Yeah, they were on the way to cheerleading practice. Hit that video, DDJ. You read that? You ready, Sean, for it? I. So, so, so I'm sure a lot of you guys have, you know, seen this video. I think the uh, Ring of Honor posted it on their Twitter. So this just, if this doesn't really encapsulate the type of person that uh, Jay Briscoe, or I'll use his real name, Jamin Pugh, I believe, I don't, I think that's how you pronounce it. If I mispronounce the name, I apologize. But it just goes to show you who this man was, you know, 
when the camp when he wasn't performing. And I think this is just really just sums up the kind of person he is. So we're gonna play this. This is from uh, the uh, Ring Ring of Honor's uh, Twitter. So here we go. It's a bad you know, man right a, there. Yeah, as a that that's a real man right there. It's a, and, it's a, it's a fucking girl dad, man. And and I'm and I'm gonna say this right now. If that doesn't make you just touch your soul and your heart and make you want to cry, then you have no soul. Yeah. I mean, we're all we're all parents here, you know. I mean. Just, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine just that want to think about something like that. I actually just right before we started recording, I was watching videos that I had taken of my son on from my phone when he was like, you know, a month old, two months old, you know, just watching him as he's growing, you know, as he's laying by next to me, watching videos on his iPad. It's just, you know, and I think about just, you know, seeing that video and it's just, it's, it's funny, man, because there was things going around like on the on the social media platforms like Twitter and all that shit or Twitch, TikTok, all that crap that guys were getting on to guys who had like fingernail polish on their nails and makeup on or whatever. And they're like not understanding that that's all part of being a girl dad, man. We see this dude here who's a fucking legit boss, badass. And he's doing cheerleading spots with his daughter, man. I mean, fuck, it's 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 something different, man. You don't, you can't really explain it, but you'll do the makeup, the fingernails, the little ponytails, and the cheers just because it's who you are, man. You're that. That's why that that that, and that's why, and this just literally popped into my head right now. I think that when it comes to Jay Briscoe. Don't ever judge a book by its cover. For sure. Yeah. All right, man. I just fellas, can we, let's just do this real. Let's do this and we're ready to take a shot. I, can, I don't know how much longer I can talk about this without um all right. Let's do this before before we take the shot. For the two time CZW tag team champion with his brother Mark Briscoe. The match of the year and moment of the year with Extreme Rising Wrestling for the one-time FIP Full Impact Pro Tag Team Champion, the three-time GCW Game Changer Tag Team Champion with Mark Briscoe, the one-time House of Glory Tag Team Champion with Mark Briscoe, the one-time Impact World Champion with Mark Briscoe, the one-time All-Jersey Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champion with the Insane Dragon, the NWA Crockett Cup winner to win T22. The IWGP Tag Team Champion one time. The Never Open Weight Six Man Tag Team Champions two times with Toro Yano and Mark Briscoe. The NWA Wildside Tag Team Champion. The PWF United States Heavyweight Champion. The PWF United States Heavyweight Championship Tournament winner. He was ranked number seven in the top 500 of PWI to 2015. He was the Pro Wrestling Noah GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion, one time with Mark Briscoe. The Pro Wrestling Unplugged Tag Team Champion, one time with Mark Briscoe. The Real Championship Wrestling Tag Team 
champion once with Mark Briscoe, the real championship wrestling tag team tournament winner with Mark Briscoe. Go on, big dog. The ring of honor world champion two times. Two times. Two times. Ring of honor six-man tag team champion once with Bully Ray and Mark Briscoe. 13 time, 13 time Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champion with Mark Briscoe. Currently, current, current champion, the Honor Rumble 2009 winner, has won seven Ring of Honor year end awards, including the CM Punk Award in 07, Tag Team of the Year 07, Feud of the Year 07, Tag Team of the Year 2019, Feud of the Year 2019. Tag Team of the Decade, the 2010s. Tag Team of the Year, 2021. The noted Ring of Honor Hall of Famer, Class 2022. <sighs> Squared Circle Wrestling, two, two CW Tag Team Championship and the U.S. Extreme Wrestling Tag Team Championship. And to wrap it up, Tag Team of the Year, the Wrestling Observer, 2007. Jay Briscoe, it's to you. Brother, you were a man. You were a great big man. Reach for the sky. <sighs> so you were reading all those uh, championships off and – you, you're taking a second. You're, you're you're pausing for a second and thinking, okay, that's it. And then he wants to move out like a little pump holding that shot glass up there. <laughs> you don't, man. You don't really understand how much he did until you just look at it all yeah. freaking lined up. I'm just all these I'm just promotions. To, I'm just trying to imagine when you mentioned being the never open weight six man tag team champions with Mark Briscoe and Toro Yano. I'm just <laughs> and Yano. Come, I mean, just just. Yano has a habit of just falling into titles, man. That's that's, that's his gimmick. Or Yano's the only man I think I've ever seen win two uh, two Rambo matches and spending zero time in the ring. I mean, God damn, that dude's got it made. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm kind of like I, I. I has Mark even commented, or has he even released a statement? Like, no, it was his birthday yesterday. I'm sure he's taking all the shit in. Still, he, he's yeah, I'm wondering if he's like, even gonna keep going as far. You, as you know, like okay. So, and there's that's actually a lot of what I I think I see was seeing today. I think on Facebook or something like that. There's a lot or a lot on Twitter. You know, it was being discussed. And I could see it either going either way. I know he's primarily a tag team guy, but Mark's had some success in the singles, you know, yeah. as well. And there, but then there, you could go either way. I could see him be like, you know what, my brother's not here. I don't want to do this anymore. And I would understand. But I well, can I'm also bet you there's somebody out there that just says, "Hey, brother, I'll roll with you. Let's see what happens." You know, what you I know mean? what though? Or he may just be like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for Jay, and he's gonna go out on his own. Stuff. Well, I mean, the good thing is, is he works for Tony Khan now, so yeah. his family will be taken care of. Yeah, and and you know what? And I think Tony Khan's going to do, and I think he's still going to take care of Jay's family. I yeah, could easily see yeah. him. He released a statement saying that they were they will make sure. So 
Yeah, and and and, and I and I try I trust Tony K enough to do that and stuff. So I mean, it's just, that's the wrestling community, right, man? It's kind of mafia. It's just blood in, blood out, dude. If you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're part of the family. You're always a part of the family. Yeah, you're a made man at that point. It's like they. It's like they used to say. I think it was for Denny's. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that Denny's in Chicago that was closed whenever we wanted to get some food, right, Dennis? Oh my God, that was what after uh, Forbidden Door. Yep, we were so pissed. Stupid false advertising when it comes to hours. <laughs> we, ended up going, we ended up going to IHOP, didn't we? We went to IHOP. IHOP's better anyway, man. <sighs> Not Unless the one by my house. You hit up an, a Waffle House and get you one of them twelve ounce oh, steaks for five dollars, dude. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, as much as I want to eat at a Waffle House, I think I'll stay away because I'm afraid a chair might get thrown my way. <laughs> All right, all right, man. Let's do let's, this. Let's go, man. Transition to uh, what, what's you, you that Facebook what? question? Can 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 before we get to the Facebook question, I want to I want to I I know a lot of us we've all been watching. You know, we were talking before we went on the air, and we were talking about you know matches that about you know featuring Jay Briscoe, and I mean it's just one thing that's still so surreal that we're barely just over a month removed from the match that I picked as match of the year. I mean, we're talking just literally five, six weeks ago. These guys just put on the match of the year, my match of the year. You know, for a few months prior, they had their first, the first of the the three matches with FTR, with Joey K picked as his match of the year. I'm gonna say this right now that that trilogy right there is up is is in the top five in terms of uh, trilogies I think I've ever seen. Like I'll put it up there with Flair versus Steamboat. I'll put it up there with. You know Okada versus Omega. I mean, it's just it, it's just unreal. And I just want to one real quick, and we because uh, a lot of the shooters out there who you know yeah, maybe real quick, man, come on. He's he doesn't make it real quick. Give me my time. You know what? That motherfucker so slow. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Right, real slow. Anyways, this would be kind of something to help educate our shooters out there who may still be kind of new to wrestling and stuff, and may who not really know much about Jay Briscoe. So let's all just give them a match that like they should go out and watch that features Jay Briscoe. And I'll start. I'll start start with the one that I watched. Uh, <coughs> um, it was from Ring of Honor TV episode five eleven. It was Jay Briscoe versus Mark Briscoe in the fight on the farm. Basically, mm. they were having they were having problems. Papa Briscoe's like, you know what? You're gonna go out in the farm. You're gonna go out in the yard and you're gonna fight it out of each other and you're gonna beat it out of each other. And man, that was something else. If you guys got the Honor Club or try to find it in YouTube, go look up uh, the the fight on the farm between Jay and Mark Briscoe. Uh, I think mine is pretty easy. It's uh, it's his first uh, world title win against Kevin Steen. I think you watch that the video and just how the fan reaction mm-hmm. and the celebration in the ring and just you know, I. It kind of reminded me of when Dusty beat Harley Race in Florida and he was just like trying to pull people up in the ring to celebrate with him. You know, like it just, you know, I'm sure that that never once crossed his mind that he would be a world champion on his own. And, uh, you know, and that's a big honor. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, we all know it's predetermined and all that, but that's the company saying, look, dude, we're going to, you're the guy and we're going to, we're going to ride you and we're going to, we're going to put it, put the company on your back and see what you can do. And, you know, one title reign, you know, that's, that's something, but if they throw the belt on you more than once, that's a hall of fame career, man. This is, that's a hall of fame career. Devon, what do you got? 
Ooh, I'm happy I went before Joey K. Now I don't have to sweat if he we'll picks say, mine. We're, we're saving the best for last. I, I am going. I just said that. <laughs> I can. I'm, I'm going to go with um, uh, ladder match, the Briscoes versus Kevin Steen and El Generico. Oh, ladder war. Ladder war. That's, 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 uh, that's going to be my pick, man. I think – you you see both of those guys giving their condolences and sharing their memories of the Briscoes, and I'm talking Kevin Steen and Generico, which is Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn. Uh, and they weren't making any bones about it, man. It's like I mentioned earlier; they they thanked the Briscoes for making their career. You're talking about legit WWE wrestlers, superstars that are known around the world are thanking the Briscoes for giving them the opportunity to work. Not for going in there and trying to upshow them. Not for going in there and, you know, hey, I got to get my stuff in before you know. They went in there and they did business the right way. Yeah. That match is beautiful. Carnage, give it a watch. All right, Joey K, what do you got, buddy? Um, I All of those are in my top five hands down and I probably would say any day um, Javon your pick is probably interchangeable with my pick um, because that match is phenomenal um, but I'll go different from where it's going to be a little bit of a throwback a lot of bit of a throwback match um <laughs> Yeah, because it's it's so hard because recent memory is only like this this trilogy with FTR is stuck in your head because it's yeah. just that's it's the past so, year. It's so a, recent. A year of a, an amazing feud trilogy, like just that was beautiful. Dude, it was a month ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it just ended yeah. the feud just ended a month ago. So um so that's that's in my head a lot. I mean, all these matches are so great, but um briscoes versus motor city machine guns at ring of honor good times great memories yep um that was a match that was just uh, man i don't know if they put on if they put one of those heart monitors on you yeah it's while you're watching it it would be like <laughs> like if you're if if you're a fan who loves that like getting that thrill of the false finish and a lot of them yeah this is the match for you yeah. uh also just a little stiff but hey that's the briscoes it's gonna well, happen. Nice. the motor their motor city machine guns are <laughs> criminally <laughs> underrated exactly yes. um how like i mean in my opinion, two of the greatest tag teams of all time in yeah. this match. Um, and if anybody, and I do mean anybody, does not go back and watch any of these matches, any tag team matches with the Briscoes, anything from singles career, Jay, just, just do yourself a favor, do it, and then come back and tell me why the Briscoes aren't a top three tag team of all time. Around the world, don't care about the company, don't care about the era, because they've been doing it for twenty plus years. Twenty plus years, and 
man, just um, the Road yeah. Warriors, right? Is that they're the only ones that the Road Warriors and them, right? Think so. Longevity, like I mean, everybody. Even though the end of the the ending of the Road Warriors was really tough. Well, dude, I'm not. (laughs) The Briscoes are 20 in now, and they're they're still putting on some greatness. Yeah, I would say their partnership lasted, but way longer than the Road Warriors, because the Road Warriors, I think, started was it 82, and then effectively, I think it was what they they well, and don't forget, they were split for a while in the 90s, like when. Yeah, like, I know, man, but they never really like, like they always came, they was always back together. It was always them. They, yeah. They they did they yeah. would reunite and stuff, but yeah, no. The Briscoes in terms of an actual tag team, I mean, yeah, I would I don't really think there's anybody other than maybe the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, Express. Yeah, that's probably yeah, cuz they're still fucking doing it. Like to now. This day. Yeah. But um <laughs> crazy to even think about. I said it, I'll just finish on this. Um for a Ring of Honor fan through and through, I've been Ring of Honor fan since day one. Um, there's a lot of big names that define Ring of Honor: Ryan Danielson, CM Punk, Samoa Joe, Nigel McGuinness, um, Seth Jay Rollins, Le- Seth Rollins, Jay Lethal, Adam, um, Adam Cole, Jonathan Gresham. A lot of these guys can define eras of Ring of Honor, can define, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of that company, but nobody from day one, first show, match one, to the final days, being Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champion, nobody is more Ring of Honor and define that company than Jay Briscoe and what he's done for countless talent that we've seen everybody listening to this your favorite wrestler love jay briscoe yes that's really good i like that dude you can, yeah that's 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 important that's important in an industry where they are family yeah on that side of the curtain and man just a tragic loss prayers and love for his family his girls especially you know speedy recovery yeah, absolutely. And uh yeah. So on that, we say let's have some let's move have some on. Yeah. Let's let's hit some topics tonight. Have a it's good a one question. in case anybody didn't notice. Them boys. I'm not I'm, talking about them garbage fucking cowboys. Oh, I was gonna say I thought you were, I thought you were showing respect to Yohan and them cowboys from last week. I'm gonna really? tell you this right now. If this was a whole goddamn tribute show for an entire hour, I would still fit in that the cowboys are fucking garbage. They beat an old man who has more alimony than all of our salaries times ten combined. Okay. So good for them. We'll see how they do in San Francisco. And go birds. All right. Play play the question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week, guys. Here we go. Every Sunday, we post a question in our official Facebook group. And you guys give us some really good answers. And now it's time to read some of those answers and for the boys to give their answers 
on the official Shooting Shit Facebook Question of the Week. God, that music is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, it's dude, it's not just the music, it's that like that whisper white song. panel van stalker <laughs> voice of yours that you got going on on there. Oh fuck you. Hey little boy, want some candy? <laughs> hey all you shooters. <laughs> we want to hear from you for our question of the week. This is our question of the week. I'm a, I'm a fucking creep. Y'all want to see the inside of my van? Just climb up in here in my lap. And yell your favorite yeah, y'all keep this, movie. Y'all keep this up. They're going to be calling for me to be booted off the show. Hey, y'all, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker, Chris Hansen's going to walk in on your fucking camera and be like, hey, bud, we got to have a chat about that Hansen. video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Fuck the cowboys. Yeah. And, then, and then and then it's all the toys behind him doesn't help either. Yeah, that's true, dude. I told he's you got you there. Come back and bite you in the ass. He's got you, you know there, what? Bro. Fuck you, Jovan. Fuck you, stupid cowboys. I hope to God they they, they take it in the ass button from the 49ers. Come on down in my basement and play with my toys. Wanna see my belt? <laughs> I knew that you Sean. I knew that you Sean. I have Police Academy on 4K. All right, dude. What, what was All right, the question of the week? Come on, question of the week. Come on, creator of the goddamn week. Come on, All right, creator. here we go. All right, so so the Facebook question of the week is: is what is your favorite movie in which a pro wrestler has a part? And we actually got a lot of feedback from this question. There was a caveat. It had to be an actual movie, not an adult film. Yeah, Yeah. so One Night in China did not count. Yeah, that was excluded. Yeah, we saw your comments, you fucking weirdos. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And to all you She-Hulk fans, y'all have problems. You sick fucks. Keep watching the show. Yeah. <laughs> you sick fucks. You, you sick, sick fucks. fucks. You oh, sick And I like how Sean called. I like how Silver <laughs> said, you sick fucks. Keep watching the show. Keep watching the show. Keep on going. I'm sure everybody here yeah. has seen at least half of we it. Need, we need more sick fucks to watch the show. No shit. So if you are <laughs> a sick fuck out there and your friends are sick fucks, as most likely they are, uh, yeah, have them watch the show. Come on, show for you. on in. Everybody's welcome. All right. So, have your friends we'll join the show. We'll We've got candy. Anybody... <laughs> we'll pretty much let anybody in unless your name is. Oh, oh man. Oh, boy. We're going to have to take that out. God damn it, DDJ. All right, man. So, Didn't I just what? get in a bunch of legal trouble for this? I know. I don't know why. It's, He's gone what? rogue. It's... He, oh, he gets heated and goes rogue. We're going to bleep all, right, all that out. It's all your fault all right, because y'all are making me sound be like some creepo and stuff. So. No, no, no. Oh, I take shit weekly, buddy. I take shit sound weekly. like a creeper. It's you. You're the one that's doing it. Oh, Recording all these. DDJ is going to be up at like 3 in the morning making a whole new video now because of this. He has to stop messing with no, it. He's going to be like, I fixed the I video, guys. But yeah, because y'all gonna make me have to go make another video, and I'm sure you'll find something else to make fun of me on that yeah. one. Yeah, oh, the right. videos are all gonna sound like a buffer. Yeah! 
All right. Question okay. of the week, motherfucker. Okay. You're right, come on, let's today go. about getting to the question of the week. I wasn't talking to you. DDJ, keep fucking around. Let's get the question of the week, dude. Why you? Come on. Have we even given the question out yet? Damn. No. Yeah, I just read it. But yeah, I haven't been able to read it. any answers because y'all fuckers won't leave me alone. Nobody uh, well, come on, read it. Once you're talking like this, then they can hear you. God damn it. I'm going to mute all your mics. Tell us about your favorite movie. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Sometimes I mute. check my own prostate. Mute. Mute. Now, because their mics are muted, which they really are, <laughs> if you're watching this, if you're watching this, listening to this on Apple and all that stuff, these guys are blown <laughs> Anyways, so... Some of the really good answers that we got, uh, my buddy Michael Giordano was the first one to mention. He mentioned, <laughs> I'm going to just kick everybody off. Um, Michael uh, mentioned Ready to Rumble, which is a pretty fun movie. All right, I'm bringing you all on because y'all, I, you guys are even worse what without me. <laughs> uh, you you uh, lost it when I, I said what I said. I don't even think he heard me. <laughs> and then we're all laughing over it, muted. Yeah. <laughs> and even going oh. further, just giving hand signals. <sighs> so, yeah, anyway, you know, on YouTube, you're missing part of the show, guys. Yeah. yeah gonna make this is why you right got to watch right, this on, on YouTube. Oh, come on, dude. Let's go. Put okay. Around, DDJ. Let's get serious. All right. Give, your, give your answer, DDJ. Don't. <laughs> Fucking I'm reading some, around I'm reading some of our, our man, 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 man. before you mind. Come on. <laughs> Fucking professional. All right. So Michael and AJ Lanigan both mentioned ready to rumble. Our buddy Jordan Berkovich, who is the uh Korean barbecue pit master, Jovan and I know that firsthand. Yes. Um, mentioned uh Guardians of the Galaxy with Batista. Missy Sweeters, who is an amazing photographer, does a lot of uh, photography for a lot of the indie shows in the Chicago area. Uh, check her out at Take Action Photography. She mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. She also mentioned The Princess Bride, which is another very popular answer. And she mentioned one that I know I think struck a chord with Joe Bond and Grandma's Boy. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. I didn't know that one. I had to go back and watch. I was like, oh, shit. So I'm, I'm, shout, I'm shouting out Missy right now because she stole my answer. That was my pick. Grandma's boy is my fucking go-to. Like, I need to watch something funny. This shit's getting thrown in. I'm watching it. I, I got one that's not. It didn't make nobody on Facebook use mine. So, oh me either. What's, what's your shot? I want to hear yours first, man. You want to hear mine? Yeah. I'm trying to all let right, you get all right, to all it. Right. Yeah, come on, dude. Your question. More, we got a couple other ones to mention, but I'm gonna get mine out. So, he's so gonna read No, I'm reading my. I'm gonna give mine. So can no. you can you just scroll all the comments while the video plays and you're just reading them down? Princess Bride. Yeah, do it the voice. Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey guys, I got a Princess Bride on 4K. <laughs> you guys want you guys want to read my question of the week? Yeah. <laughs> All right, come on, man. All right, we gotta get started. Yeah. Poor DDJ. I mean, in, in our defense, if everything wasn't so emotional the first 30 minutes, we probably wouldn't be doing it. Wouldn't be this no. weird? Yeah. Well, all right, man. We're gonna quit picking right, on so, you. Okay. Hey, wipe your brow. Take a deep breath. You got this, brother. Come on. There you all go. Right. What? We've hit our hour mark. Way to go, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not lying. We're getting on, close. Dude, what's your, what's your movie? What's your movie? Oh, God damn it. I've been trying to say it for about the past 20 minutes. Well, don't cry about it, man. Talk. Who's <laughs> <laughs> fucking stopping you? <laughs> All right, my movie, and I'm sure you guys are going to find a way to roast me on this. You know what? Fuck you all. I'm sticking to my convictions. I'm going with The Running Man, which features Jesse the Body Ventura and Professor Toru Tanaka. I think that's a good one, man. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. It's, nobody's roasting on that. It's a good yeah, pick. No, it's a good one. And it's a great 80s action movie. And, dude, if you can't appreciate a great 80s action movie, then. What the fuck I mean, are you doing hey, here? And let's not forget the real star of that movie, Jesse Ventura's toupee. <laughs> <laughs> Had that That's big right. swoop kind of kind of like so, what I got going on hey, right now. If they can't handle a great 80s action movie. I don't know what they're gonna think of. Well, yeah. we even mentioned what no, no, okay, we'll leave it at that. Right. Yeah, did, did Tanaka get his head chopped off with like razor wire and running man? It was a hockey. It was a, he got choked out with the razor wire. Then I think yeah. he took him out with the hockey stick. Yeah, that's it. That's Silver it. Wolf, what's your pick, dude? I went okay. So I, I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but Terry Funk had a pretty active TV yeah. and movie career. I don't I think I know where you're going with this. I don't I'm, going, going with, I'm going with Roadhouse. Hell yeah. yeah! That was on my list. Hey, hey, I just want to comedy. Son, you'll like this. Roadhouse is the reason why I don't color my hair, dude. I wanted to be Sam Elliott in Roadhouse when I was a kid. When dude, I grew up, I that left nut to be Sam Elliott. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, hey, Sean. So you'll get, you'll like this. My oh, wife gosh. is a huge fan of Roadhouse. Yeah, man. She yeah. sounds like good people. She is I good still people. use that line from Roadhouse. I'll get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. There you go, Sam Elliott. Diner Roadhouse. scene. But Terry Funk's in that movie and he fires him. He goes, what am I supposed to do, asshole? And he goes, I don't know. There's always Barbara College or some shit like that. So a couple more real quick uh, shout-outs. Our boy Alex Garcia mentioned The Wrestler, which is really, really good. I highly recommend seeing that if you haven't seen Great that. Movie. Good movie, yes. And then, and then uh, Jeff Chadwick mentioned The Longest Yard. They had Steve Austin, Kevin Nash, Goldberg, and The Great Khali. There's a lot of great ones, man. And then and our buddy, last that. one, Huh? And Bob Sapp. And Bob Sapp, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then he the broke it in my nose. That's Bob Sapp. And then, and then <laughs> la and the last one, last but definitely not least, our boy Ty mentioned the girl next door with Luther Reigns. Oh, wow. Wow. that's a deep fucking yeah, it is. Of that's a good movie. That's a, that's a fun movie. Of course, of course Ty pulls out the girl next door. That's a <laughs> hey, it's a fucking good movie. It's a good movie. Very good movie. Like that's that's a that's that's a throwback, but I didn't even think of that one. Shit. Joey K, what so what do you got? I already did mine. What, what was yours again? Grandma's oh, boy. Grandma's I found out Missy because she she picked mine like pretty early on in the comments. I'm um, like fucking sticking with it. All right, Jovan, right, what say you? Mine happens to be a real great movie. I watch this movie whenever it comes on hell. I, I when I'm bored and I don't have nothing to watch, I watch this movie. And uh, this movie, the voice of John Cena. No, this movie has this wrestler in, and I think it's like peak form of this wrestler. I think this is like the bestest wrestler ever gets. The wrestler in the movie was named Koba, and it is the movie Warrior. Warrior. Kurt Angle. Fucking Angle plays the Russian MMA artist Cobra. Cobra. And 
it's the freaking it's Kirk a great Angle. fucking movie yeah man oh it's tom a hardy. great fucking movie yes tom hardy yeah. is a badass in it dude, dude uh, fucking nick nolte like his yes that's one of my all-time favorites bro yeah. so, dude so, that's perk angle in that movie dude it's fucking amazing if so, you haven't yeah, seen just, warrior rent or go watch warrior it's a please. great fucking movie so before we move on i want to give a re the my thought process behind this question a couple of weeks ago um, we exchanged Christmas gifts like with one of my best friends, and we usually exchange movies. He get and uh, one of the movies that he got me was the original. Are you okay, Jamal? I'm, I'm I'm just waiting for Police Academy Four. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I got it on 4K. You know what? I I hope to God the Cowboys just choke a big one in this game. Can't choke it bigger than the fucking Bears did. But go ahead, buddy. I can't argue with that because. Uh, but anyways, um, the opening scene in Highlander actually takes place. It's supposed to be at Madison Square Garden, but it's really it's just some other arena. But it actually features a wrestling scene, and it's got like uh, Greg uh, Greg Ganya, Jim Brunzel, uh, Sam Fatu, who was the Tonga kid, and they're going up against the fabulous Freebirds. Freebird, and I thought that yeah. was just so cool to see that. And that's kind of the thought process. That was an AWA show. Yeah. yeah, and then one other movie. That if you've not seen, it's kind of obscure, but you need, definitely need to go check it out. Go check out Body Slam with Roddy Roddy Piper yes. and uh, Sam Fatu. It's also got uh, um, what's his name? I can't think. Uh, I think Dirk Benedict from the A Team and stuff. That is a fun ass movie. I believe the some Wild Samoans are in it, and like Ric Flair has a cameo in it and stuff. But go check out Body Slam. Well, gents. That was a good question, DDJ. It was a fun question. It was. That was fun, man. Thank you. you. know what? Hey, next Sunday, new question. So stay tuned, shooters. Stay tuned. Stay tuned next Sunday for our next question. All this right. DDJ. Hey, Jovan, I got a quick question for you. Yes. Dude, if you keep What's looking on? the Jeff Jarrett shit, I'm going to keep doing the voice, brother. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep hitting that button. Wait a minute, Javon. Did he say what I thought he said? I think he did. I said, <laughs> he's been the ba in the basement with DDJ before. <laughs> Wearing that same outfit. <laughs> Let me hit you with my guitar, uh, DDJ. Puts the lotion <laughs> on its skin or gets the hose again. Well. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know if we're going to get to anything else this uh, episode because we're fucking running close. But let me do this before we hit final thoughts because we're almost at Let's the hour. Let's do some rapid fire stuff because there was some, I think, a couple noteworthy no, things. You lost your right to rapid fire when you couldn't get out the fucking question of the week. <laughs> yeah, dude. Now, if you had to take hey, I wonder why. Oh, shh. I got something. You have to talk to producer Paul. Language, DDJ. Here we go. Shooting Shit reached out to Ricky Starks for the 69th anniversary of episode number 69. Ricky Starks was unavailable. We did receive back information from a family member of Ricky Starks. It's your boy, the one, the only hot dog man from Hot Dog Land. My name is Hot Dog Starks. And I have the privilege and the honor to deliver this very special pep talk to you, Joven. Joven, 
from what I see here, you are the host of the Shooting Shit Podcast. Now, I love me a good podcast, but you are celebrating not episode 67, not episode 68, but you are celebrating episode 69, because that's when things get real nasty. Yeah, see that you're a pro wrestling based podcast, as you know. Your boy Hot Dog Sarks is a pro wrestler, and the hosts are DDJ, Joey K, Sean, and the Hot One. And of course, I can do something special for episode sixty nine. How about I grace the stage? I grace the headphones and microphone to be on episode sixty nine. I love me a good podcast, and I think I'll be a great great fit for your shooting shit podcast now this has been your boy hot dog starks thank you Dover, for booking a hot dog on cameo and i'll see all of you guys soon that means hit me up in the dms get my information because i want to be on this podcast you can do it now come on hot dog starks the how cousin much, of Ricky Starks. How much, how much did you pay for that, Joven? <laughs> I really don't want to say. <laughs> hey, fucking, you know what? That's he fucking fucking <laughs> I love he it. You gotten your name wrong every single time. I fucking um, love that. But that was still way better than the Blake Christian one. <laughs> oh, you think that was better than the Blake Christian? Shoot, she just reached out to Effie for his comments on episode number 69. But Effie stood us up and returned my money. So fuck you, Effie! He's <laughs> 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 probably not buying fishnet stockings to wrestle in, bro. He was, uh, you know, I'm trying to buy him a pair of fucking fishnet stockings for You probably bought him about 20 pair of fishnet stockings. You know, hey, in all seriousness, <laughs> we gotta get Hot Dog Starks on this show one time. <laughs> he comes on this fucking show. <laughs> I am pumped. I'm uh, fucking all in. Yeah. Dude, we got long, his... <laughs> as long as he mispronounces Jovan's name the whole time. Dude, if he yes, does not call yes. Jovan, the entire Jovan. episode, I am fucking quitting. I need that. I need that. Hey, one. Jovan. Hey, Jovan. <laughs> hey, Jovan, make it happen. Come dude. touch my hot dog. Slide into his DMs. We'll have to slide into yeah. the hot dog Starks' DMs. <laughs> I think it's funny that you picked a hot dog to be part of the uh, episode 69 show. I just Dude, and the thing is, is like I was going to play it off as Ricky Starks. Like had he had got here on time, it would have been Ricky Starks. Oh, but here's his cousin fucking hot dog Starks. Would have been great, but, you know, came a little late. <laughs> That's just a guy no, wait, that lives down the hall, Ricky right? Ricky back to you? Your apartment complex. No, dude, Ricky Starks ain't on Cameo. <laughs> it was always hot dog Starks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh poor DDJ! It's like so fucking you. Okay, buddy. Aww. Just okay, ruined Santa Claus for him. Poor bud. <laughs> okay, we'll get you some more toys, and maybe you can have somebody come over and play with you. I'll give you thirty dollars if you go play with DDJ in the basement. <laughs> By God, it's a broiler room match. Okay. Uh. Oh. Okay, so a couple things I want to talk about. And uh, here we go. Uh, so, what do y'all think about them announcing Cody Rhodes for the Rumble? Do you think that was the right move to make? We weren't joking. Final thoughts, DJ. What's your final thought on Cody Rhodes coming back for the Rumble? 
Well, that wasn't going to be my final thought. <laughs> I'm joking. Do you guys want to take some of DDJ's quick questions? Yeah, man. That'll it'll last a whole another hour. Yep. Here. I don't know. I, it, Welcome to hour two. Let's isn't go. it rumored? Isn't it rumored that he's supposed to win the Royal Rumble? Like I've heard so many different rumors. Yeah, but I mean, my take. Like, do you think that? I, would you have kept it rather kept that they kept it as him no. as a surprise return? Yeah, the, the, it... the announcement in the vignettes are bullshit. He should have came in surprise entrant. It would have went over much better. Now it's like a whole build up. Yeah, it's it's to me anything about WWE. They can fuck up a build up, baby. But but dude, they're doing this so he loses the rumble. I'm just letting you know that now. If he would have popped up there unannounced. People would have been so behind him; it would have been fucking white fire. They couldn't let him lose, but now he's gonna fucking lose the rumble. I guarantee. Well, yeah, I mean, no. I mean, we're gonna have this little cluster fuck come Monday where all the bloodlines in the <clears> ring, <throat> and that's how they're gonna work Rock's ass into it. Yep. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <clears throat> Win or lose doesn't matter. The only takeaway that I hope is true from this: if they don't use Cody as the fucking surprise entrant, they better have two forbidden door entrance in that fucking rumble. Because if they gave away a, a great surprise return of Cody coming back in the rumble, surprise me with something even bigger. I saw I saw a little headline today where they were asked, did you, they were actually talking about this, do we, do you guys feel like you screwed up by not using Kobe Cody as a surprise? And the response from the WWE is we are fine with the surprises we have lined up. Goldberg. So Goldberg. God, I hope not. Maybe Randy's coming back. Is he coming? If Goldberg shows up, he's coming to the ring in a fucking Saudi t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I guess the deal's done because here comes no. Goldberg gonna win. No, in a wheelchair. In a Dude. wheelchair. It's fucking Sergeant Maybe. Slaughter, the Iraqi enthusiast or sympathist, and that's how you know the deal's done. Nah, it'll be Hogan, man. Hogan's coming back. Saudi oh, mania. Yeah. So what, what would you take, DDJ? I, they should have kept it as a surprise, but it makes me wonder, like, because, again, like I think Joey K said, you ruined a surprise. You better have something really good lined up. And then the other thing I wanted to get your guys' take on, and then that's it for me. Do you guys see that uh, women's tag team match from uh, Rampage last week? Fucking beautiful. Like somebody went to the Dusty Road school of getting over. Dude, okay, is it just me or how fucking Ruby Soda or Soho? Is she not like. Doesn't know how to blade yet. No, she definitely went too deep. No, no, my dude. How is this girl not in her entire run in NXT, WWE, and now in AEW? How is she not once held? A title. Well, in WWE, she didn't look like Mandy Rose. In you know yeah, AEW, circles around just about all of them. Well, yeah, no, no, no. That's the reasoning. I'm not saying it's right. And in AEW, it's just because I think the injury kind of slowed her down. The nose, the arm, like she was well on her way with some of her good feuds. So I hope they pick she, it back up. She's had multiple title shots, and she loses every time. Like they, they just won't put her over. 
Nah, the only one, like, they weren't going to do it on her debut when she won the Rumble for it. That would have been too soon because a lot of the AEW crowd probably wouldn't have known her yet. But I think she's getting a, a following, dude. Her tagging with Ortiz was real good for her. This match is real good for her. I think she's getting built up to to take a belt. I think yeah, she's going to end up turning heel with uh, Soraya and Tony Storm, and she's oh going to be. Oh God, was, that was so stupid. That's the well, dude. They had to do something. They're getting booed. You have to turn them heel. And then, and then, um, well, I wanted to get your guys' take on it. You guys see the outcry on the, uh, and this is kind of going back to the IWC. You know, it's normal. They're they're blasting, you know, all these women for bleeding, but yet, like you know, we had we see what we saw. It's the double dog collar match or a Mo- John Moxley match and bleeding. No one bats an eye. Like the double standard, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Women can bleed. No, I don't with everybody. I don't I'm know. They keep forgetting, that. dude. Women bleed every month. I don't understand what the <laughs> fucking problem is. Oh. Hey, dude, that's not an insult. I'm just saying, like, women are tougher than us. They go through a lot more shit than we go through physically. Yeah. So, I'm just going to say the only thing is if you can't handle watching a woman bleed, then maybe you just need to get some Vaseline and stay by yourself and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ruby just went a little deep. I guess a lot of people didn't like it, but I don't remember hearing the outcry when Britt Baker had her broken, bleedy face being the number one shirt seller. Well, I don't Anna remember. Jay and Anna uh, Jay Ty and that yep. tag match, they bled pretty bad last time. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Thunder Rosa has also done the face. I mean, they make toys out of whenever they're bleeding like this, yeah. dude. There's this. Thunder Rosa, it's, I mean, how yeah. many people bought that Britt Baker t-shirt, man, with her bleeding and shit? Yeah. What the fuck up? Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid. That's going back to that gatekeeper shit you were talking about last week. Yeah, it is. Let the women wrestle, damn it. Let the women Let wrestle. Let them go. What else you got, DJ? We're, we're quick firing. Hey, I got one. Did anybody, see the, did anybody see the main event with Bully Ray and uh, Josh Alexander and how that went down? That was a dude. That a, was a I I oh, I love hated it so much. I love hated it so much too. It was a hell of a fucking story, bro. <laughs> it was a hell of a story, but to start the card off with that, and I understand why they did it because when you get to the flow of the show. But my God, for a moment there, I was scared that Bully was gonna win, but I wasn't actually upset about it. Yeah. But it was a fucking match, dude. They a hell of a story told by one of, you know, an old vet bringing this shine onto this dude. So I finally, dude, somebody. And is it weird roses. that I think Bully Ray's just now hitting his stride as a monster heel? Did anybody watch tonight before we recorded? I, I caught a I caught a little bit of the, the the interview. He caught a he grabbed a handful of Mickey James as she was coming off the ropes, man, and snapped her to the ground. Hard. Sure wish I could get a handful of Mickey James. Dude, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we gotta let the girls wrestle. We just said, damn it. That girl whooped uh, our asses. Goddamn right she would. I'd let her. Yeah. Um <laughs> but no, dude, I think the thing is is there's there's differences in how we like our heels, right? Back in like Bubba's time, we didn't want him as a heel because that was peak team 3D. You wanted to be part of Dudleyville, man. But Aces and eights, Bubba, I think was just in the wrong time zone, man. That has so much fucking gas to it. And that's still, you know, one of the best reveals ever and how to do it with the big fucking group. Yeah, and then they fucked it up. They fucked it up like everything with TNA back in the day. But I I think right now Bubba's being able to really use – he gets what gets heat now. 
so much, and I think his personality lends itself to getting heat now. Well, dude, it doesn't natural. hurt when you're 325 pounds of solid mass. Yeah. I mean, when you're that big and that, I mean, he's one of those guys, like, I, I legit think, like, if you fucked with him on the street. He's you know, just because, yeah, he might he might be able to fuck Oh, yeah, absolutely. Joey K, any thoughts on Bully Ray over there? No. No. Yeah. All right. Joey K said he was done after the question of the fucking week, so I don't know what we're going to do now. What uh, else? He's, question? Just, Final thought. he's just thinking about how he's going to gang rape you when we go into Final Thoughts. So just <laughs> get leaved up and get ready, big guy. Because going to pull some motherfucker. I mean, let me go ahead and just get ready now. Go ahead and throw that down. Yeah, you can, you can lube up all you want, but it's still going in, bud. <laughs> all right. What are you laughing at, DDJ? <laughs> I'm laughing at the dumbass drinking the fireball with wearing a ring of housing shirt and rooting for the Cowboys. Uh, oh, yeah. That's okay. uh, All right. You know what? What does Scotty Goldman's jockstrap smell like? Let's go to final thoughts. <laughs> final thoughts, ladies and gentlemen, is the point where we give our final shot for the night. Could be good, could be bad, but it's how we feel, really. So, who wants to start off? <clears throat> Oh, Sean? Well, no, I was waiting for CFDG. Because usually when you say that, sometimes he <laughs> just starts talking, and that means he's going to – so I, I was just going to see if he was ready to go. No, that wasn't a dig, man. That's just – sometimes that's what you do, no. and I was going to let you, you know. You know what, Sean, why don't you lead us off this week? Okay, I'll, I, I will. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to fuck with you, but I'm not going to do it no more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just – just. Uh, I mean, obviously, dude – we we had to we had to break it loose a little bit in this episode. I mean, we had to, and I know DDJ kind of caught the brunt of that, brother. And I'm sorry, I love you, but um, whatever. We need no, dude. I'm serious. I'm dead serious, man. Uh, no, I, this, know, I know. I know. This thought has been going through my mind a lot this week, and for uh, a, a few reasons. Um, when you see a brother post something on Facebook, and you could tell that. Um, fuck. he's going through something and you want so much to be able to make it okay and to help out and just give a kind word or just do anything to lift somebody up and you know in your heart because every one of us have suffered some kind of loss Um, and then you hear you know Jay Briscoe passes away and his daughters are her and I'm a girl dad. And I uh, think of my friend who I know is, this is a tough week for. And then you, you know, read the story about Kevin Nash this week where people were legit concerned because he kind of vocalized some feelings that he was having about waking up and realizing, you know, and that's the thing about loss. When you lose somebody who isn't like Jay Briscoe, obviously we, we don't know him. We, we didn't sit down at the table with him. We've never been to the farm. You know, we haven't had a meal with him. We haven't spent time with him. I'm talking about when you lose a piece of you, you know, like a parent or a child or a spouse, that pain and the repercussions from that pain 
it, it's not just the loss, man. It's the, everything. It's like a bomb going off and then there's a blast radius and that's the rest of your life. That's just being shooken up and, and everything. And I've just, I've lost too many friends who I and a lot of friends. I mean, I, I don't, I'm almost embarrassed to say how many friends I've lost because they just, they couldn't deal with, you know, life. Um, you know, I've lost friends that came back from Iraq and they came home whole, but you know, here and here they, you're just broken or, you know, we lose somebody we love. My mom's been gone 15 years or 12, 12 years. And there's still days, man, where I just like, man, I'd give anything to hear her voice and just talk to her about my life and say, or just get that phone call that, you know, Sean, this is your mother. I can still hear it. You should call home because I, you know, never did, you know, all those things that you miss out on um, mistakes that I've made as a father with the life that I lived that was pretty selfish up to a point where, you know, taking care of me and dealing with my problem was more important than being a father and a husband. And, and you just, you can get good and you can get healthy, but in your mind, that stuff just, it don't ever go away. You never fully heal from it. It's just a scar that nobody else can see that you carry with you every day. And it's just that pain. So when I see guys like Kevin Nash posting and, you know, my buddy up top here posting about things that we're going through and we've all lost, I just, There's nothing that we're going to say that's going to make it better. There's nothing we're going to say that's going to change that pain. But just know that we do this because we love pro wrestling, but more importantly, we do it because the four of us just like hanging out. The four of us have never once been in the same room. <laughs> Not one time. And I've known Jovan and Joe two months three months and me and Dennis have been, you know, if it wasn't for wrestling and Facebook wrestling groups and the love that we have for it, I, I wouldn't have that guy up there to make fun of and give shit to. But when I call that guy at two o'clock in the morning, he's always answering the phone. Or if he hears something in my voice, he's always quick to call and be like, you all right. Do you need anything? And I think when we think about Jay Briscoe, I feel like that's the kind of guy he was that kind of guy that yes, he was a pro wrestler, but he never thought he would, he never thought of himself as a star, man. He wasn't walking around living the gimmick like Jay, like Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan or any of those guys like Jay Briscoe. There was no gimmick there. No gimmicks needed. That guy just, he lived his life and he wrestled. That's what he did. He did it to support his family and he did it because he loved it. And I just, you know, it just makes me, it brings every, the hurt is there. But the flip side of that is knowing that like there's still healing that can be done and there's, and that healing can't happen unless I stick around. 
So I'm just going to keep sticking around. And I hope you guys keep sticking around too. You better stick around. And I just, you know, I want you guys to know that no matter what the time, day or night, whatever it is, wherever I'm at, um, I'm a firm believer in, in being there if you need me. So, you know, it's just a rough week for a lot of people. And, you know, just want to show love and support for those people that, that need it. So that's it. That's all I got. You know, Javon, Joey K, I'm, I want to go last. So, well, damn. <sighs> I. He did that to you on purpose. He did. He's always the, the first one. Now he's going to go last. Good job, buddy. Way to push it off on somebody else. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> My, I love, my, I love you, DDJ. <laughs> five stars, five stars, five stars. Oh, my final thoughts of the week, man. It's It's been a week. It's been a week for wrestling fans. It's been a week for the shooting shit boys. It's been a week for everybody out there, man. It's, it's always weird when you're faced to, um, with death, right? Yeah. Whether it be, you know, healing from the pain of losing someone, which they tell you it gets better with time, but honestly, it doesn't. It doesn't get better with time. It you, does not get better with time. That's you might not think about it every minute of every hour, but you, it'll hit you in the next next minute, I guarantee you. But you just learn to give yourself more breaks, right? You you. You, you don't stop forgetting. You don't stop loving. You don't stop feeling the pain. You just find a way to deal with it or you find a way to delay it or you find a way to occupy your mind. But the moment that you're sitting by yourself in a dark room and your mind starts to go, it's right there again. And for all of us, man, we're, we're here for you guys. We're here for each other. Um, if you're listening out there and you're having issues and you're having, you know, those doubts or you're having problems or there's just something you need someone to talk to, we have a page. Go to the shooting shit page. Throw something up. Throw something random. Be like, hey, I need someone to talk to who wants to talk wrestling. You know, something to get your mind off of whatever you're going through at that moment. Um, wrestling is a hell of a thing to do it, you know. Uh, I haven't shared this before, but when my cousin passed away, who was like a brother to me, I jumped back into wrestling head first, man. It's actually happened a few days before All In. And I made the journey to Chicago driving tore up. You know, it was a hard drive. I was very emotional. But the thing that got me through it was, you know, knowing the type of person that my cousin was right he he was a well-traveled person he was always one to go out there and do something he he hated standing still he you know was that kind of person let's go do something let's go somewhere let's go see somewhere you know the guy went everywhere freaking off state he's went to freaking africa prague all this bullshit like he was down to fucking travel so well, I'm breaking down in between Texas to Chicago for the first time in a car. I'm just like, dude, keep pushing because 
that was his spirit, man. That's he had that traveling, want to go do something, fucking, um, you know, just go for it, do it. If you want to do something, do it, kind of mentality. So that got me through. And I show up to the first um, all in or to all in period, and it just was different, man. It was a Ring of Honor product, but it was also kind of like an unofficial AEW product. Um, It was the first time that, you know, I had seen all of these different styles in the ring at once. I mean, I think it was my introduction to, uh, well, I mean, the guy's canceled now, but Joey Ryan at the time, which I love the gimmick. I mean, fucking kill me. The Dick Druids were fucking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And the Young Bucks, I mean, Kenny Omega was there. I'm a big Kenny Omega fan. After that, you know, you go in and you start looking at these guys who you may have not have really known because you get stuck into watching your brand of wrestling, right? You get stuck into watching the WWEs, or in my case, you get stuck in watching the classic stuff. I'm watching WCCW. I'm watching um, Cactus Jack's freaking death matches from New Japan. I'm watching... You know, all this other stuff, but not really much of the current product because I didn't like WWE. And I catch all in and it reopened the world of wrestling to me. And I've been going crazy hardcore ever since to where I went back and watched stuff that I hadn't watched before. I went back and, you know, started figuring out who are these indie guys? What are these indie shows? I've been to more indie shows in the last two years, two, three years than I ever have in my whole life. Um, Shit. What was a couple of years? It was a year or two ago. I was in Baltimore with Joe and fucking Chicago with DDJ the next day at two lower end shows. You know, one was ROH, the other one was Warrior. But that's because the product is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So, all in all, if y'all take anything from this episode, episode 70, man, reach for the sky. It's, um, it's community. When you lose somebody, you need that community to fall on. You need that people to be there to be your strength. The boys here, we're here for each other. We're here for y'all. If you ever find yourself in a place to where you need that strength, reach out and we'll reach for the sky together. Well said. Well said, brother. <clears throat> well, it's been a really weird week you know it's weird when you you know think of it and you know sometimes somebody like you know let's say what it is you know a celebrity passes away um you kind of go oh wow that's really sad that's a shame the funny thing about the wrestling community is It's different than that. You know, you get invested as a fan, you know, and some fans only get invested as far as a storyline or, you know, an individual performer character. Um, And then some of us get invested with just being a fan of the business um, and what that entails, you know. So wherever you fall in that spectrum of being a fan, when you see somebody who's who's a dad and a family man, he's 38 years old, um, really in the prime of 
his career in what he does, um, which is funny to say for somebody who's had a 20 plus year career, you know, um, And you, you look further than just a character and you look further than an entrance in music and a t-shirt or whatever it is. And you look at that and just like, wow, that's a person who is doing a whole hell of a lot to make you feel like the money you spent on a ticket was worth it. You know, we all kind of live through a, an era where a lot of um, a lot of these guys passed under circumstances that are, you know, a lot of self-inflicted things. You know, <clears throat> there's a lot of guys who passed where you're just kind of like, you hope you don't hear what caused it, but you kind of know, you kind of feel that way. But uh. There's a few times in the history of this business where guys who've men and women and men and women actually have passed away where you're just like, Jesus, like why that's senseless. It's a tragic ending. Um, You know, Jay's one of the top of the list there Um, considering the circumstances uh, involving the accident, his girls, you know, I think all of us, you know, our, our thoughts, our prayers, you know, everything, um, are for his girls right now. You know, they have a long road of recovery, not just physically, but there's going to be a lot of things, a lot of trauma to deal with, um, for the next, I mean, honestly, for the rest of their lives. And that's a shame. And that's sad. And um, you know, you you think, you know, what what you guys have said, it's funny. So I, I shared this, I think, on a really, really, really early episode of the show. Um. So in uh, 2019, <clears throat> it was. Uh, about three weeks now i'll say this prior to this uh my brother and i had got tickets to go to dynamite it was the third ever dynamite the third show third stop was philadelphia and um we had gotten tickets prior um but about three weeks before that show is when i lost my daughter my middle daughter and um Yeah, I, I I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to. I just said fuck it. I didn't really feel like going. Um, you know, we talk a lot about you know the comments of Kevin Nash and stuff, and it's it's funny because on my side, like I I get it. I I know exactly what he's talking about. And I know exactly what he's saying because I lived that for a while. And um, like I know, like I know, you know, you kind of become part of this like select club. <laughs> it's a really fucking terrible membership, you know, for parents who lose children. 
and it's not something that you want to fucking be part of. But when you are, you get it, man. You just fucking understand what what he's saying. And I know a lot of people are super alarmed and uh, worried about that. But uh, to me, and this is my experience, but to me, it just seems normal. You know, it's you have those thoughts and there's no way to not have it. There's no way to make that just fucking go away or ignore it. It sticks out. You know, it's funny. We, we we make a lot of fucking jokes on this show, and we say a lot of silly shit, and we we make fun of something. But there's always this one thing I, I sticks out in my head from listening to um, Hulk Hogan in an interview <clears throat> when he was dealing with some some shit. He said, "You know, you sit there, you start drinking." You're just drinking, and all of a sudden, man, that bottle starts talking to you, and hey, you're just gonna keep going. And you got a gun in the house, just starts fucking talking to you, and start having that conversation. You know, and there's a lot of people that aren't lucky enough to, you know, end that conversation the way you really should, and they choose to continue it. Till it ends for him, and that's that's a fucking hard thing, man. But you know, I get it. I was there, like I said, I lived that for a while. But you know, about three weeks after that was that dynamite show, and I didn't want to go. My my ex wife says you should go, and I said, "Are you sure?" Because I don't want to leave you alone. And it was really tough. And uh, she said, no, it's fine. And she made me go. She said it would be good to get out of the house a little bit, go do something. So I did. I went with my brother and we went down there and you try to have a good time and try to have fun. And uh, it's tough. It's tough too. It was ended up a great night and it, it was, it ended up fun, but um there's a good distraction just for a little bit. Just take your mind off things for a bit. But uh, there's one thing that sticks out and it's really interesting. And I, I'll always, I'll always, no matter what, end up being a Cody fan because of this. That show ended and uh, they did the big go home after they had a big eight man tag match, Cody and Kenny and the Bucks. And, uh, you know, it was, it was fun. It was good. And, um, you know, Cody walked around that ring and literally stopped and took a fucking picture with every single person at the barricade. Everybody that wanted to talk to him stayed there. And security was coming out and they were throwing everybody out. And I uh, I was kind of there waiting. And, um, you know, I just a brief interaction got a picture with Cody and it was, it was cool. It was just fun, but it just kind of always became like a good reminder to me after the fact was that a lot of these guys love their fans. They love the fans that watch and pay. Of course we pay money for the shows. We buy their fucking merchandise and shirts and, you know, we watch them on TV and all these things. And uh, 
some people treat it like an obligation and some people don't. But what's funny is like a guy like Cody, man, he he doesn't know me. He didn't know why I almost didn't go to that show. He doesn't know why, you know, I'm uh kind of just trying to put myself in the spot to have a good time and have fun. He doesn't. But he could have walked out. He could have left. He was the last person out there. They were tearing down the goddamn ring. And the last person out there to meet every single fucking person. And I always look back at that picture and I have this like good memory of that's a time where I didn't have to feel the way that Kevin Nash explained. And without going too deep into that, you know, that's pretty important. So, yeah, this is a good thing to kind of lose yourself in a little bit. You get invested. You have fun. It takes you away. You know, you suspend that belief that everything you're watching is real for a little while and it kind of takes you away and it helps out. And that's just one of those things, man. That's just one of those things that becomes important to you. It's what, And it's one of the reasons why we love doing the show, all of us. Yep, for sure. Because, you know, we, as much as we have fun and we make fun of each other, yeah, I'm, I know we shit on DDJ a lot and it's all in good fun. But, like, in all honesty, that's all just for this shit. That's all just to make each other laugh and have a good time. Um, if anybody is in our group and like you guys said like use it talk to somebody talk to any one of us I'm sure anyone I know we all have lives and yes this is something we do a small part of our week and our time away from families and our jobs and things like that but any one of us will respond. Any one of us will talk to you. If you feel like, man, you know, I'm going through some shit, you wouldn't understand, try us. We've all been through a lot of shit, you know, and a lot of things. And, you know, we want to talk about grief and loss, man. Like each, every one of us has our own stories about it on varying, varying levels of, the people we have lost and how we feel. Um, but don't feel alone. And like what we do on here is fun and we goof around and act like assholes a lot. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, Sean's right. Like, you know, I know we shit on DDJ, but man, he's always the first fucking person to message me. Hey man, you okay? Like, y'all gonna make me cry now uh, that shit's important you know so not either way that man not everybody has that no it's just and then to have it with you know you know so this is you know you normally where i rant and rave and make fun of fucking jovan and the cowboys and you mean jovan you know, make fun of his cowboys and tell them that they fucking suck and all that shit for the weekend. Like, dude, 
that's just silly. That's just fun. You know, um, the reality is, <laughs> the reality is they actually still fucking suck. And, uh, <laughs> I fucking hate them. And I really fucking hope they lose this weekend. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, you know, look. Would it be an guys. episode if it didn't? I love you guys. Um, everybody listening, everybody who listens, uh, for every single individual, I love all you guys. Um, the comments, more people joining the group, everybody's welcome, everybody's invited. The misfits, the fucking freaks, we don't care. You're all welcome. We love you. I don't give a fuck where you're from. Um, unless you're from Dallas. And uh, I... Uh, <laughs> Got him again. Yeah, I, I can't help that. That just came out. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, even if you're from Dallas, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Show up, show out. Uh, so to end this week's episode, I know it's been a, a maybe a bit of a downer for some of you guys that are used to our normal bullshit from the start. Uh, but it's tough. It's emotional. Um, Jay Briscoe, good man, better father, great wrestler. Um, you know, man, like hats off, man. I, hell of a fucking ride, bro. And, uh, you know, other than that, Terry Funk ain't wearing no mouthpiece. So fuck it. We're going to end, end big. We're going to end strong. DDJ, hit me with your final thought. Let's go, brother. So, so my, my I'm, first off, I'm just gonna say I'm deeply moved by you know, and I know, yeah, you guys shit on me big time this week and stuff, but I know it's all in good fun. But I really do appreciate the kind words you followed that up with, you know. And to me, that's just what being a friend is about. You're there for your buddies when they need you. You check in on them and stuff. And I've got a story that's pretty similar to Joey K's that he talked about going to Dynamite. And Sean knows this because he was actually there for this. Um, back um, back in July of uh, 2019, it was uh, – I lost my dad on the 4th of July 2019 after a very short battle with a, with a neuroblastoma, which is a very aggressive form of brain cancer. He was uh, – he, from the time he was diagnosed to the time he passed away was only a month and a half. And it was really rough on me. And Sean knows because uh, he, 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 and I, he talked with me a lot during all of this. Um, he actually had to, uh, you know, and stuff. So, and it was just, it was really rough for me. And long before I think this was my, that I even knew that my dad was sick. Um, we had bought tickets to go to uh, an MLW show in uh cicero my uh my cousin and sean's good friend jerry was coming up from indiana he was going to be staying with me for the weekend because he was going with you know to the show and then then everything changed on july 4th when my dad passed away and i'm thinking to myself you know i got this ticket you know i really want to go to this show but i don't know if i should and i remember you know talking to my mom the day the, the next day on july 5th and I explained to her, you know, I said, I got this show that, you know, I want to, you know, that Bub's coming up for him. Bub is what we is what we'll refer to Jerry as. He's been stuck with that for as long as I've known him. And um, so, you know, when I talked with my mom and I flat out told her, I said, I want, there's a show that I, you know, had plans to go to, 
on Saturday tomorrow, which was the sixth. But if you need me here, I, you know, just say the word and I'll stay here. And she told me to go because she says that she said that my dad would have wanted me to go. And I really believe that. And I remember when I finally told Sean and I think it was Sean and Jerry and Patrick and whoever else went with us that day that I was going, I remember Sean was like really happy and just, you know, saying this, it's going to be really good for you. And much like Joey K when you said you, you were going to go, but you didn't think you were going to enjoy it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I can't tell you how much, how, how, how much, how helpful and how therapeutic that show was for me because it was getting myself immersed into something that I love with people that I care about. It was exact. It was one of those things that I think I would have been okay if I didn't go, but I think I was in such a, a much, such a better place for going. And I remember Sean being one of the ones that kind of helped point that out to me. And it's just, it really speaks to the, the, the healing power that pro wrestling has re really not only brings us, but it brings, you know, everybody else who watches it. Cause a lot of times you hear these stories about, you know, I'm going through a really tough time, but so-and-so seeing so-and-so on TV or meeting so-and-so in person, you know, helped me get through that tough period of time. And, and, and it's no joke. It really does. Like I said, I remember meeting, um, I think that was the day that I got to meet uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and I told him, you know, I said he was like one of the main reasons why I wanted to go to the show because I wanted to see him. Mm -hmm. And I told him that, you know, that I just, you know, I spoke with him about my dad just saying I just lost my dad two days ago. And it's just, you know, thank you so much for doing this show to help me get my mind. And he couldn't have been any nicer. I think Sean was there when I got was talking with him and can attest to that. And it's just, I, I just, pro wrestling is just, it's, it's does, it brings, it's brought us so much good. It's brought so much good into my life. I mean, like I said, it's, it's brought you three guys into my life. It's brought this show into my life. It's brought countless friends and just, you know, strengthened so many relationships I have and everything. And it's just, I can't thank pro wrestling enough for everything that it does for me and, and that. And it's just, you know, I'm, I don't really, I, I can't really put, I'm getting to the point where I really can't put a coherent thought together just because I think I'm at the point where I'm just so emotionally drained because not only am I thinking about, you know, what Jay and his family, I'm thinking about my family and just, you know, thinking to myself that, you know, that, that me at some point, you know, just going home from work and the same happy you're freezing up buddy well buddy you may have not have been ready for your final thought to be over That's but the internet anyway. decided it for you yeah. Yeah. i'm here i'm here i'm here i'm here i'm here um i just want to say it just it may it just it really makes you think and just puts life in this perspective and it's just I'll leave it at this. And if there's one thing I want any everyone to take from the show, not only you guys, but from our shooters and stuff, tomorrow's never guaranteed. Tell all, tell, tell every single person that you talk to, tell them that you love them. You know, if you're with someone, give them a hug, give them a kiss, just let them know that you care. Don't go to bed mad at anyone. Don't hold a grudge because you just, you never know. 
if you'll ever be able to to repair that relationship, you know, to, you know, not be mad at that person anymore. And it's just, yeah, I'm, 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 I can't anymore. Javon, take us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking with us throughout this emotional ride of episode 70, man. It's, I promise you guys next week, 71, we'll be back to our normal antics. This time we got a little emotional, a little raw, a little bit more us than. Hey, uh, Javon, just real yes. quick um, before you, sorry. Um, and I know I use that term a lot and stuff, but uh, episode 71 might have some, uh, uh, might have some, we might, it might be a really special episode for certain reasons. And hopefully we can share some, something with you guys next week as well, too. So, so be on the lookout for 71 coming soon. Maybe some information dropping about the future of shooting shit. I mean, everything we do is for the future of shooting shit, the future of the page that everybody should be joined to. So we can make sure that everybody gets to answer our question of the week, which I'm doing the next question. Be on the lookout for it on Sunday. But I God, it better not be about the Cowboys. It's going to be about the Cowboys. It'll be about flavored lotions. <laughs> With that, thank you to the ladies out there in payroll, the guys in catering to the Johnners Podcast Network for being here and allowing us to be here every week without checking on us and knowing what we actually put on the airway. Thank you to all the shooters for listening. (laughs) Thank you once again, one final time to Jay Briscoe for the memories. Thank you for the example. Have a great night, everybody. Jay Briscoe, you were a big man, brother. You were a great big man. Reach for the sky. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash groups slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. And thank you so much for watching.